collecting every coin so you don't have to. Infendo Radio is on now. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Infendo Radio. Boy, it's like Eugene is right here with me. Uh, welcome to Infendo Radio episode. I don't even freaking know, guys. I've been gone for a while. Seven, I think. I don't know, is this only 667? Okay. Well, I guess I've been gone for one week. Welcome to Infendo Radio, people. Um, we switched places. I'm back. I wasn't here last week. Uh, Eugene is gone, which is why the audio for this episode probably sounds a little different, maybe? I don't know. We're not doing it live like we usually do. So we don't have any of our usual audio cues or anything, so we're going to be a hot mess during this show. But um, Steve is here, as you can hear see. or see, Hola. if you're watching this on YouTube. If I was good enough to finally upload an episode again, we shall see. Um, and we got some stuff to talk about tonight. Believe it or not, it's not going to all be Pokemon like Justin was afraid. So, um... Yeah, I guess, uh... Not Justin, at first, anyway. Justin, how you doing tonight? And where can the people find you? I am doing okay. Uh, follow me on Twitter at InfendoJustin. And uh, go to thedisneyparkbench.com to see what I'm doing there. Spoiler alert, not a whole hell of a lot. But check it out anyway, because, you know, SEO. Why not, right? Uh, Steve, where are you getting your SEO juice from this uh, time of year? Wow, it is just like Eugene is here. That is an uncanny impression. I am impressed, good sir. Um, I am definitely not playing Pokemon as we record because I would never do such a thing. We are a professional podcast. That'd be so irresponsible. I might actually have to kick you off the show if you did that. So, I know, you know, right? Weird. No, that's not happening. Guess I won't see you next week. Um... <laughs> You can find me on my link tree in Discord, linktr.ee forward slash Gentus with a J, nice. not a G. A J, not a G. You heard it here first, folks. Uh, you can't really find me anywhere these days because I'm not really doing the YouTube thing right now, but I might be because one of our news stories is um, related to something I like to record. We'll get to that in a minute. Like I said, we got some hot news for you guys this week. It's actually been kind of a busier week than I thought. So um, mm -hmm. I'm just going to read these off and then we can kind of chat about them. I've got four stories in total. The first one is um, kind of a, I guess, a me story. I don't know if you guys are really going to have any interest in this one, but it was big. It was like all over the front page of Google this morning when I Googled Nintendo. Uh, Microsoft has brokered a deal with Nintendo and Steam, I believe. Big deal, huge, like billion-dollar deal um, to bring the Call of Duty franchise to Nintendo and Steam platforms for the first time in ever. Uh, the deal is oh, officially ever. waiting um, approval. On, Call of Duty was on the Wii and the Wii U. Yeah, it was on the it was, it was on, the, on Wii. the Wii. It was on the Wii. Was yeah. it on and the I Wii guess U? the Wii um, U. Uh, oh, Ghosts, oh, good. I think, Something else the, the internet can complain about. Jeez. Yeah. Well, um, it's apparently coming, and apparently it is a ten-year deal. So we could expect to see these games on Nintendo for a good long time yet, which would be kind of exciting, I guess. I mean, it's probably know. been about I, 10 I years liked... since Call of Duty has been on We've Nintendo, played. so, you know. <laughs> yeah, or since it's been relevant to any of us. Like, I just re-downloaded Modern Warfare 2, like the old one, a little while ago. I think I talked about it on the last show I was on, actually. And I had fun. It's a, it's a fun game. Um, it's probably one of my preferred first-person shooters next to, like, Time Splitters, I would say. So, I mean, it's, it's a good time, as long as you don't play with voice and have to hear the horrible fan base be horrible, right? So, like, I don't know, I'm down for a little Nintendo-friendly Call of Duty, right? I'm in. Could be interesting. Sign me up. Yeah. 
Steve. Mom always, mom always <laughs> said, if you don't have anything nice to say, shut up. <laughs> yeah, I, like I said, I didn't really think that one was going to be big for a lot of you guys, but no, I'm kind of excited. It's it's not huge, but it's it's interesting enough, you know, that I'm like, could be good. I mean, I've never In played a Call of Duty you, game you know ever, so this so this is like so low on my care meter that I can barely find it. But I mean, it's great that one of the most popular franchises in gaming is coming to one of the most popular consoles in gaming finally you know yeah i guess if nothing else it is good for the system yeah. right it's good for the the nintendo brand which so often gets shunned by these kind of things yeah for those that are excited i am happy for you thank you i appreciate that uh well let's move up and get the excitarometer a little bit more buzzing for you guys because we also had a what i consider kind of a stealth drop on the mario kart 8 update i did not know that this was coming maybe you guys follow so, this better than me but i knew it was coming i forgot yeah. because there's a little game that came out called pokemon and I you know, I just completely forgot mario kart was out so i forgot to be excited i knew it was coming yeah. i just didn't know when um, you know, they, they I didn't know it was coming this quickly. They teased it not that long ago. Yeah. Or, well, I mean, it was a while ago. They teased it yeah. during, like, a direct or something like that. But, um, yeah, we didn't hear anything. Well, and I... Just, yeah, like you said, kind of stealth drop. Well, yeah, we... That's just yeah. it. We got the one teaser. And I remember thinking, now that I think about it, I remember thinking, oh, cool. I get the Mario Kart Part 3 for my birthday. And then I totally forgot about it until Lucas yeah. is like, hey, this is out. And I'm like... Como? Yeah. Yeah. Como. I remember being excited well, if you're listening, because, um, um, 3DS Rainbow Road is a part of this group, which is like the best Rainbow Road yeah. ever. Yeah. Let's go over that, actually. Um, I don't have the list of courses, but I'm looking at the thumbnail here. I see 3DS Rainbow Road. I see the, the holiday-themed, like, Christmassy one from from the... the, um, oh, the mobile Help me out here. The game mobile there. game. There's another one from the mobile one, Peach Hang Gardens. On, I think I've is, almost got it. Peach up. Gardens is a good one. Peach like Gardens that. is on there. That was that was a big one from my th my DS game. Um, the Boo Boardwalk, Banshee Boardwalk, or whatever from uh, from like Game Boy Advance is on there. Maple okay. Treeway, which Here we is go. a big one. one, and then Rocky so, Mountain Pass. London it looks like. Yeah, the Rock Cup has London Loop, Boo Lake, Alpine Pass, and Maple Treeway. And then the Moon Cup has Berlin Byways, Peach Gardens, Merry Mountain, and the 3DS Rainbow Road. Yeah, I mean, all in all, I'm happy. I think it's a good selection of courses. I'm getting a little, I don't know, I'm, I bounce back and forth between being okay with like the, the phone courses because it's like, hey, a course I've never played before. And then being like, yeah, but it's just going to be another like based on a real area. Like, you know, how many Londons and, and Brazils and, and, you know, Miamis can I race in before it's like, okay, I'm good. But, but Mary yeah. Mountain is, is something different, so... Mary Mountain looks cool. Mary Mountain yeah. looks like a lot of fun, actually. And that's perfect timing, you know, obviously intentional, but looks good. I'm, uh, I don't know, all in all, I'm pretty excited. A lot of these courses I have good memories of. Um, should be a good time. Having, like you said, Justin, another Rainbow Road, I think that officially gives us enough Rainbow Roads at this point in this game to make an entire four-race cup of just Rainbow Roads, which is pretty exciting. I think we mm -hmm. already had that, but, 
yeah, I mean, I, I've always wanted... I, I remember so. on... I think it was the 3DS one, I would always do, like, an all-Rainbow Road We actually cup. did. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm hoping that by the time this booster course pass thing is over, we'll have every Rainbow Road from every Mario Kart um, available in one I'll game. be honest... I'm kind of hoping by the time this booster pass thing is over, we have every course from Mario Kart. <laughs> like, how many are we missing at this point? It feels like we've gotten a ton, but um, I don't know. How many are there in the game? I mean, there's <laughs> like, 20 new courses for every game, and there have been eight games plus DLC, so I don't know. Eight, so that's like eight times 20 yeah, is 160. And yeah, we're not going to make it. <laughs> plus DLC. <laughs> Yeah, that's too bad, especially so, with all these phone ones getting in the way. Go on, Steve. According to um, IGN, and I'm just reading a headline here, yeah. uh, Mario Kart 8 has over half the tracks ever made for the Mario Kart series. I mean, that's pretty good, you know, that's, excluding that's the garbage of, ones, you know? Yeah, that's as of March 17th, 2022. I'm too lazy to read the article to see if it's if that includes the entire booster course or if that's just what was out earlier this year. Well, so. then you think about the fact that like some of the ones on Super Nintendo were just like clones of earlier Super Nintendo courses. Like, you know, there were like three Koopa beaches or whatever. Yeah, but they weren't you know, clones. Kind of they were thing. completely yeah. different. Yeah, they used the same... Well, they were they, used the... they were different courses, but they had the same backgrounds, right, music, right. textures, you know? And yeah, like to me, that that uh, my, my sensibilities, that's like, eh, we only really need one, you know? Luckily, but, they eh. picked the right Mario Hunt. circuit to include. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 170 total tracks by the end of the DLC will have 96. Nice. Alright, well, that's uh, Mario Kart 8. I think uh, Steve oh. said we're probably going to try to play that sometime we tomorrow night. We almost forgot night, the other so. addition <laughs> to, to the update item. Oh, yeah. the so yeah, you can turn, custom items rules. Yeah, you can turn items on and off, including individual items on and off. Um, Smash Bros. Yeah. style. So if you want to do all shells or oops, all mushrooms or whatever, you can do that. Yeah. I mean, that could be fun. And for the most part, I'm not a fan of turning off items for any game that was built around them. So, you know, I'll probably never use it. But the prospect of doing like an all lightning bolt or all, you know, green shell or all, you know, whatever you know, just for the pandemonium of it, could be yeah. fun. I mean, I think it also kind of opens up Mario Kart to be a competitive racing game I'm for the of. first time in history, right? It See, also, that's interesting to me. I lost it interest also in makes Smash it Brothers when it game. got competitive, and and I'm a, I don't want to see Mario see, Kart but, go that way. But that's but that's what I find funny because Smash Bros is only as competitive as you make it, you know. Like I mean, it's, yes, and everybody. It's not like they designed the game want to play around with competitive, has made it competitive play. to the point where I don't want to play it anymore. Yeah, See, I just, just don't have friends. Just, yeah, that's just you and your friend circles. Like it's still it's still very much a party game, and I don't see Mario Kart going that way anytime soon. I think it's all down to 
you know, personal preference and who you're playing with. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm interested. I'm curious to see if this actually does something for uh, for like a competitive scene on this game. Just mm -hmm. so you know, if you're interested in trying out this feature, um, like every mode is supported: versus race, balloon battle, coin runners, shine thief, renegade roundup, playing with friends, tournaments, and wireless play. So however you normally play Mario Kart, you can apparently now play it to uh, you know do a thing. So that's kind of nice. cool. Yeah. Um, they also fixed a bunch of weird, like, minor bugs that sound pretty critical, and it's weird to me that they weren't fixed earlier. Like, for example, sometimes using the boo item would just flat out cause a communication error. <laughs> so, hopefully this means we won't have as many communication errors when we play. Yeah, that's kind of terrifying. <laughs> just remember, for every bug you fix, nine more appear. Right. <laughs> exactly, and remember, it's not a bug, it's a feature. All right, so that's Mario Kart. Uh, moving right along, this one is more of a Steve-ish kind of thing, but I found it interesting. It's also not really Nintendo, but I wanted to talk about it for a minute. It so if is. you guys... Okay, so I know Steve has done this. Justin, you've never finished Minecraft, right? you never, like, gone killed to the, the end dragon. and killed the dragon and all that stuff. No, the only okay, reason well, if you I do ever that, you get the, you get a... the nether realm or whatever the hell it's called is, you know, because that's where all of our shortcuts were. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, when you do that, you get a weird, like, eight-minute-long cutscene that's just a bunch of text scrolling on a screen, like, Star Wars style. And it's a really weird... Uh, the, the article I'm reading describes it as a poem, which, uh, you know, I guess works. It's kind of like a story where it's like, oh, the the thing looked at the stars and looked at the moon, and, and it was the player reading the words, interpreting the code so, like, the and everything. Yeah. So I found out about this, actually. It was it was interesting. There was kind of a contest of sorts online for somebody to write an ending for this. And mm -hmm. this guy wrote an ending based on that. He like he won the contest, essentially, and got to write the ending. But there's been this whole like legal issue between the, the head of Mojang and, I guess, Microsoft and this guy, where this guy says he never signed away the rights to the, the poem that he wrote. And the company says, well, you did when you gave it to us. And, you know, that kind of thing. It's usually how so, um, work. he's been. Yeah, well, he's been um, kind of contesting this in court. And I guess he's now given it away with a Creative Commons public domain uh, license. And apparently it is now free to use. So, hmm. so saith the internet. Don't quote me on this. But if you want to use Minecraft's ending poem for anything, you can now apparently do that because it is now creative commons free to use so There's no way know, go check that then. out i guess yeah go check that right. out if that's your thing um and yeah i, I don't really know what else to say about that it's just kind of so, a weird legal yeah, such a bizarre story but yeah yeah really weird um so yeah, I threw that in there. Uh, the last big news that I want to talk about, and this one actually is kind of big news, for some of us at least, because I haven't played this game in like a month and a half, but uh, remember Splatoon 3? Remember how excited we all were for Splatoon 3 for like a week, and then we stopped playing it like completely and never touched it again? Well, there's a new big event coming, and it's not a Splatfest. It's called a Big Run. And in a Big Run, you play Salmon Run, which is the co-op game that we play that we actually, I think, prefer a little bit to competitive Splatoon. And, yep. um, yeah, it's this big old big run that's going on from December 9th 
um, at 4 p.m. Pacific to December 11th at 4 p.m. Pacific. Uh, during the event, you will once again be battling salmonids and collecting golden eggs and all that stuff, but you're going to be battling on bigger stages that are designed for actual gameplay, like Turf War stages and, and, and competitive stages and whatnot. Uh, they say this one is going to be Wahoo World. I don't know what that is off the top of my head. I don't play enough Splatoon for that. But, um... Is that like Woohoo Island? Color me mildly interested. There's color? supposedly... I see what you did there. Yeah, thank you. There's there's supposedly going to be in-game rewards for playing and, and all that stuff, so... I don't know. I'm probably going to pop in for a while and at least give it a try. Maybe with uh, you, with buddies. So. You realize this means I have to put down Pokemon to play yeah, that's, Splatoon. It, it'll be good for you, Steve. It'll be good for no. you. I've seen how late you've been staying up. We need this. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. But yeah, that's uh, that's Splatoon. So if you're interested in Big Run, maybe I'll see you on there this weekend. If you're not, I'll let you know how it goes the next time I'm on the show. But uh, yeah, no, I don't know. Sounds like fun. I like that they're incorporating um, new and different types of events other than just Splatfests. Because frankly, Splatfests have gotten kind of stale, I feel. Like I really mm -hmm. wasn't interested in the last couple, even with like the three-player dynamic. So... I don't know. Might be a fun I mean, way to I kind think, of get back I into the game. Splatfest it's definitely going to be wanting to boot it up again for the first time. they were always the three ones, it sucks that they almost never happen. See, I didn't realize that there were two-person, like, two-team Splatfests in this version. Mm -hmm. Is that a thing? Well, yeah. no, it's the, really weird. These yeah, so basically, are three-sided, but the battles themselves are oh, mostly... Like yeah, Turf right, Wars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I yeah. just... I... I had thought that Splatfests were always going to be three teams fighting for, you know, a single area. It's weird. It's weird that they didn't at least incorporate that as a gameplay mechanic. Maybe when the game is, like, done and Splatfests aren't special anymore, they'll be like, okay, now you can just play that mode whenever you want kind mm -hmm. of thing. But who I knows? I can see them doing that. Yeah, maybe. I don't, I don't know. I, I found um, with Splatoon 3, at least, I don't know about you guys... It was just too much of the same, I guess. Like, it didn't, like, talk about Call of Duty and it's... those games feeling like carbon copies. Like, it was fun. It was definitely the best version of Splatoon. That's what I was going to say. It's the best yeah, version of Splatoon, I've, I've... but it is Splatoon. But if Splatoon is a 9 out of 10, this is like a 9.2, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, I get that. Like, yeah, the, like, I... the the new, some of the new weapons I, I like, and I have more fun with them than what it I used in 2, but yeah, it's really, like... There's no reason most of the stuff couldn't have just been more DLC for Splatoon 2. Well, and I gotta say, for a game that feels like it's trying to be casual, it is a very stressful game. <laughs> like, it does yeah. not feel... It's not It's not a fun game to play when you're, not, when you're, like, average at it, I would say. I don't think we're bad at it. I'd say we're average, but it's yeah. just not that much fun. It's like you go on and you, you get destroyed, like, ten matches in a row, and it's like, okay, well, I guess screw me yeah, for so wanting then, to play this game. You know, like, where's baby yeah, mode, so then you, you know? Like, to, then you switch to Salmon Run, and you do, like, seven rounds of that, and you're like... Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm good We've for done a this. Weeks. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I, I don't know. Forget about it. I'm curious to see how this game mode works and see if it kind of brings me back because it's the most interested I've been in a while. So we'll see. See if I boot it up and give it a try. But yeah, I'm curious. All right. Well, that uh, kind of does it. We kind of whirlwind through that news. So um, yep. I guess we'll just jump right into change of the system. Uh, Justin, since you're the only one that's not going to talk about Pokemon, did you want to just kind of go first? Sure, I'll go thing? first, and I'll probably just, uh, 
drop out and let the two of you talk Pokemon for the rest of the show because I got nothing to say. Fine, about that. we could just do a. We can just do a Pokemon minisode, so tell us what you've been playing. Um, yeah, so I'm kind of continuing my trend of picking games from the bottom of, of the list um, as far as Switch is concerned. Um, I did have some interesting experiences on other systems I'll get to, um, but um, I opened up A Hat in Time uh, last night Ooh. and started playing some of that. It's been a long time since I've played that What'd game. What's your thing? Um, oh, you've played it before. Yeah, I've... Okay. I've, I've, I've I've played through most of the first world and then kind of got distracted by other things. Um, and so I just saw it on my... It's kind of like collectathon right? Like, isn't that Yeah, the, it's like the a 3D platformer, Banjo-Kazooie style. Um, not quite as collectathon more... It's, it's definitely got its roots in that genre kind of, of 3D platformers. Kind of like... But, Kind of like that Mickey Mouse paint game that came out years ago. No, it's it was more kind of like, like an open Super Mario 64, world where you're not stuff. collecting a hundred different okay. things in order to progress, but you go into a world, you have a specific mission, and you go and you do that, and then you pick another mission in a in a in the same world or another world. So it's a little more like that, but the worlds are more populated like a banjo kazooie than they would be in a mario 64 so mm. there's npcs to talk more like to npcs and, and story yeah. and yeah so um interesting and like it's a good game it's just not one that never ever really got its hooks in me so when i was looking around the bottom of my yeah. recently played list i'm like you know what i'm gonna give this a little bit more of a try um nice uh, and, you know, I only played it for about a half hour, but it's still a great game. So if you ever have a chance, you know, if that's your type of game and you ever catch it on sale, um, go ahead and get it. Um, I'd love to see more games like I'd probably, that, I'd, I'd probably love it. I've just never tried it. Like, it's one of those ones that I've seen, like, all over the internet. And I'm just like, eh, eh, it's fine. <laughs> um... I also uh, found myself playing a Skyward Sword the other day. Um, again, just trying to decide, Ooh. trying to decide on a game to play, and thought I'll just pick a game I haven't played in a long time. I was in the mood for some motion control. Um, one thing I like about Skyward Sword is because it is kind of set up as a series of linear missions. You can just pop it in play it for half hour to an hour accomplish a goal yeah. and then be like all right this is a good stopping point i'm gonna shut it off and play it again next week you mm -hmm. know so um mm -hmm. i yeah. have i have just started the quest to power up the sword and turn it into the master sword so i just met the water dragon thing and have to get the special yeah. water for her hot tub or whatever the hell is, it is, is Okay, I'm trying to remember because you you encounter these characters. One of the things I actually liked about the game is how you you encounter these worlds and these characters multiple times throughout the game, mm -hmm. but in different ways. And I couldn't remember if that was the part where the whole forest is like you know Mario Sunshine style underwater, or if that was the one where you had nope, to just go get yet. the basin. You, you but, have to. Yeah. I actually forgotten that that happens at some point, but yeah, this is the first I time you. That. Sorry for respoiling of. Of the world, yeah. So. Okay. Gotcha. Um, 
Yeah, I gotta give that game a replay at some point. Have you finished the HD remake? Or... I've never bought oh, it. you never did? Oh. <laughs> I, I mean, really, this now, is... There were other games, and I just... This yeah. really is the best way to play it, because um, especially if you like the motion controls, because it has all of the um, benefits of the motion controls with all the benefits of a modern controller, so... You know, whereas that's yeah, cool. whereas the original much more one to one. Yeah, well, and and yeah. in the original you couldn't control the camera because you didn't have a second joystick. Now you have yeah. a second joystick, so you can control the camera and use motion. Ah, so. nice. Okay. So cool. yeah, it really. Is... How do you like the the? I know we've talked about. Oh, sorry. I think we're there's a little delay, which is why I keep cutting you off. Probably. But um, how do you like the the button controls? Have you played around with those much? Because I've heard very mixed things from people. I have I don't know not whether to... played them very much. I have on a few occasions. I wish that you could set it so that um, you use motion controls for sword and and weapon movement, but use the joystick controls for flying and swimming. Because I have to keep it going into the yeah. menu and changing that manually, and then you know I, you know, oh, land geez. and I have to switch it back. Um, the joystick controls work well enough, I guess, but um, I would much rather use the the motion controls, especially you know how they have the trees Makes sense. that you know if you cut them, yeah enough you get you get rupees yeah. out of it like i can't imagine trying to the do that with a joystick whereas with yeah. the motion controls I just go wacka 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 yeah. wacka wacka and it's done <laughs> yeah well yeah and you get to kind of more i feel like probably more accurately control like exactly where you want the sword for like the girahim fights or the dekubabas and all that yeah stuff, i mean so, maybe yeah. there's some oh, more I... analog control um in in the you know, maybe, maybe it is a little more nuanced than what I've tried, but yeah, it's to me, it seems as though it's very much, okay, here's your big circle, and then you have really no, yeah, you know, nothing in between. I don't know, you'd have to ask Eugene, because he's the Literal one who plays it room. without motion control most of the time. Um, I, I, I played the first couple of hours without motion control, and when I got down to the world below... And you get to whatever temple that is, I forget. Fire and Temple Girahim? No, the very the very first place where the imprisoned is. I just oh, the okay. sacred ground or whatever yeah. it's called. So you get there and there's a Deku Baba that you can just walk around. And then there's another yeah. Deku Baba and you just walk around. And then there's two of them. Those two that you couldn't walk around killed me about eight times before I could even get one of them killed Jeez. with the button controls. The second I flipped it onto the TV, no problem. Yeah, so like okay. I had a hell of a time. That's just my personal experience. Even with it, would not no like, point. Even if you screw yeah. up with the mo like, because I've been fighting those Deku Babas and they drive me nuts. Like the ones that switch directions. So yeah, you know, like all right, yeah. it's horizontal. Swing. Nope, it's vertical now. Swing. Nope, it's horizontal now. Swing. Or okay, yeah. I'm just gonna keep swinging in the same direction. Nope. 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 Yeah. Nope. But. You still manage mm -hmm. to hit it, so you don't get hurt by it. Yeah. You just have to sit and wait for the yeah. next time it opens his mouth, as opposed to what Steve was going through, where they just kept attacking him. Um, well, yeah, because you yeah. you can't do it. You move your your joystick up and you swing, but then to swing again, you either have to go the exact opposite direction. You have to go all the way back yeah, around. It just seems so unintuitive. It's not as fluid. It's yeah. I mean, it's great that it's I wasn't there, but um, it's the game was made for motion Agreed. controls. I think it's the best way to play it, and especially since 
with motion controls. Yep. You also you get full sword control plus full camera control all the time. Like it's it's mm -hmm. kind of the the perfect marriage. Yeah. Um, nice. One last Switch game I do want to mention extremely briefly. Um, a game that had been on my wish list for a while went on sale. Um, it's called Hover Racer. I got it because it looks like a like a 32 slash 64 bit um, wipeout. Um, so I got it. Okay. I played it. It's crap. Don't get it. Like even like I only paid two dollars for oh. it, and I feel like I got screwed because um, the controls are terrible. I think what it is is a mobile game that they ported ported to Switch. Because it's just like the the UI yeah. feels very mobile-y. Yeah. But. We played a... Um, remember, Steve, years I ago do. with Mike, we played a, a Wave Race game on the Switch that wasn't bad. It wasn't great, but it was kind of like N64 quality. Like, you know, decent... Um, what was it called? Like Splash Out or something? I don't know. We'd have to. I'd have to look it up. But uh, no, I want to try if you're really itching for that feeling. So it's a like Wipeout. Yeah. Like the the. No, no, it's like a Wave Race game. Yeah, this is yeah the one Hover that we Racer is like not a Wave, wave Race game. game. Oh, yours is Wipeout. Yeah. Like the. Oh, I must have horribly Hover... misheard you. The the game where people run around on. No things no, and get the, hit by the racing balls? game okay, wipeout not sure what you you're talking about playing the futuristic hover ships i don't think i ever heard of that game before okay well then shut up because you're not controlling anything look it up. Of, of value <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when wow. are you getting out of here when are you gone <laughs> um uh, right after i tell this story um so i was playing red dead redemption 2 and my 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 thing with that lately is, all right, I've done pretty much all of the missions except any, like, randomly occurring missions that may pop up. And I've run into a few of them. Um, but, I'm like, there are parts of yeah. the world that I didn't really explore. So, um, I set off to the snowy areas from the very beginning of the game because I never revisited that after I left him. So, I went up there. Um, yeah. And I'm exploring around. And... Unfortunately, there's not a whole lot to find up there. Um, there is one, like, burnt-down cabin that, that if you look in the right place, it gives you a cheat code. That if you enter that cheat code in the menu, you'll be able to restore your um, health and ammo and everything like that. So that's kind of handy. I mean, you can, cool. well, you can cool. Google it. But <laughs> um, the funny part mm -hmm. is I found this, this message. I'm like, what the hell does that even mean? So I had to Google it to find out what it meant. I'm like, oh, it's a cheat code. Um, so so there is that. I, but, you know, I found it on my own. You know, it wasn't something I went looking for. So that was kind of neat. Yeah. And then after I left the cabin. That's cool. I walked out and I saw this white horse. I'm like, I have not seen a white horse. Mm -hmm. Just a stark white horse standing in the snow about 50 feet away. Like, I'm going to try it. I have not tamed a single horse in this entire game. Any horse that I've gotten I really? was either, like, the horse that was given to me at the beginning or, you know, there was there's the one side mission for the guy who lives on the lake that you end up earning his horse, which, unfortunately, I did mm -hmm. as Arthur. So, you know, <laughs> that, uh, that yeah. spoiler alert, that horse died with Arthur. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, Jeez. um... 
So I'm like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see if I can catch this horse because that's really neat. And it took a few tries, but I managed to get it. I'm like, hey, cool. So I'm trying to get it back to the nearest stable so that I can register it and, and make it mine. And on my way, I pause the game and look it up. I'm like, okay, so what is this horse that I found? It is apparently one of the, if not the rarest and best horses in the game. So this huh. game hey, that I probably nice. put like a hundred hours into, I just randomly just stump stumbled onto this horse completely out of nowhere. Didn't even know what it was. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to try to tame this horse that I've never done before in this game. Um, and, and, and it worked and I've got it. And so my, my, old horse is, is in the stable and I'm riding around on a brand new white horse. Um, yeah, Red Dead Redemption nice. 2 never ceases to to amaze me. Um, there are still some legendary animals that I've yet to catch. I was tracking the legendary wolf at one point and then I lost it and if you lose them, they don't come back to the area for a few more in-game days. So, um, but... Mm. Uh, yeah, I might end up playing more of that tonight because that's that's the that's the game that keeps on giving. Um, or I'll play more nice. Grand Theft Auto cool. on on the Switch because I'm still playing through all of those bit by bit. Um, hmm. I don't know, but um, you know, nothing new and exciting for me. Just a bunch of old things, but a couple of fun little stories there. And I have not nice. been playing Pokemon. I have not even been playing Pokemon uh, Legends Arceus, even though on several occasions I'm like, oh, I should boot that up. Oh, wait, no, here's something else I'll play. So maybe I'll play that tonight. Jeez. Anywho, um, yeah, since I have not played the new Pokemon games, I have no intentions of getting the new Pokemon games. I'm going to bow out and let the two of you... Uh, take over and, and let this become your, uh, what, what was your Pokemon podcast called? Hyper Voice. Hyper Voice. Right. So ladies and, episode ladies and gentlemen. Episode 20 whatever. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, uh, enjoy this Actually, extra episode special 30, bonus episode I think is what we were of Hyper Voice. And uh, see you Jeez. real soon. Why? Because we like you. Bye bye. Um, and I think, actually, Steve, before we jump into Pokemon, that was a wonderful segue on Justin's part, but I kind of like to talk about the games that we've been playing that aren't Pokemon real quick and just get those mm -hmm. out of the way so we can just talk Pokemon. Does that sound good? Yeah. Um, also, we didn't record the Zoom audio. Oh, that's a problem. That's a big time problem. Uh, well, so I guess there we'll... will be no video. <laughs> I guess we'll start recording that now, for Eugene's <laughs> sake at least, and see what happens. Sorry, Sorry Eugene. I just realized. I'm glad you remembered, because I was not even... That's that's Eugene's job. I don't think about that. Okay, cool. Uh, so anyway, welcome back, Eugene. I hope you cut that part out of the show. Uh, Steve, write a note in Discord what time it is. and Roughly when we realize that. and a half minutes. Excellent. Send that Eugene's way. Welcome back to the show. No technical problems here. Just a couple of adult men doing adult things. Um, yeah. So uh, Pokemon. Well, before Pokemon, I want to talk about one other game because I've been playing JoJo's Bizarre Adventure again. That is my fighting game of choice. I love it. It's everything I ever wanted. Uh, we got two new DLC characters for that. We got Weather Report, and we got a new version of Father Pucci with all of his evil, time-stopping, maniacal ways. And, Did oh, you man, say Father Pucci? 
Father Pucci, P-U-C-C-I. Okay. He's Italian. Um, I oh, love okay. it, dude. I love it. It's such a good game. It's a fan servicey game. You're only going to like it if you watch the anime, but it's so good. So kind of like Hyrule Warriors. Uh, you're only going to like it if you really, really, really like Zelda. Pretty much, yeah. Um, but I'm just having a good time. Like, that's my go-to game when I'm like, I, I want to play something for like 10 minutes before bed, but I don't want it to be Pokemon because one does not simply play Pokemon for 10 minutes before bed. And, um, yeah, it's, it's good. So that's the only game I've been playing. Have you been playing anything other than Pokemon, Steve? Is, does the Switch play other games other than Pokemon? I mean, I it's know, not it's actually a, weird, a thing. It's a weird question, right? It's a weird, uh, okay. No, so let's talk. I, I have not played anything except for this little game called Pokemon. Which I'm not playing right Pokemon. now. So you talked about this on last week's show, I know, you and Eugene. I have yet to discuss it at all. Um, I really like this game, man. It's a really good game. Yeah. I like this game so much that after I finished it, I went and I played Violet. I had owned Scarlet. I went and did Violet, and I played all of that, beat that, and then went back and started the post game in Scarlet. Like, that's how much I like this game. It's a really good game. Um, I'm not even gonna, like, I'm gonna take one moment because we've both talked about this ad nauseum in private and acknowledge the fact that yes, there are bugs and yes, there are glitches. I experienced the one with the Elite Four where you have no music. It was jarring uh -huh. and I thought it was supposed to be oh, that way. And God. I was like, I was like, what a weird choice. What, Steve? I just looked at my playtime. Oh, yeah, no, I know. Get ready for that. We're going to talk about that. Oh. Um, but, yeah, no, like, it was weird and stuff. And, and yes, there are um, graphical, I guess you could call them hiccups every now and then. Things things pop in a little more than they should. Not not as bad since the 1.1 update or whatever. Also true. Was, so. I have got to say, like, it's so good. Yeah. It's so good despite that. Like... It's so good, well, man. Like, it's all I've wanted to do. Like, I'm finally at a point where it's like, it's it's not all I have to do, but like, it's the only game I have any interest in right now. Dude, I go to bed thinking about it. Like, yes. I'm laying in bed and I'm like, okay. How you turn can to I your wife's face efficient? and you see Charmander and. Yeah, it's... no. It's not quite that bad, but my God, the amount of sleep that I've lost over this game. Mm -hmm. Um. Do you want to guess? Just fathom a guess as to what my playtime is. I'll game. guess yours if you check. guess mine. I okay. bet you have 155 hours. Not quite. I am at yeah. 130 hours. All right. You want to guess how much time I have between both versions? Oh, God. Between both versions? You have to be over 170. Mm, quite. I'll give you a hint. It was my guess for you. <laughs> no, I was wondering about that. I almost yeah, guessed. I put 135 into Scarlet. I put 20 into Violet. I really like the series, dude. I really, it's really like so the good. series. Um, oh God, this is there's so much it's, to talk about. Well, so the open world is so desirable, right? The open world yeah. is something that feels so fresh and like just well, welcoming oh, and let me man. tell you something fun about that so breeding yeah. right obviously yep. i do a always lot of Pokemon always breeding. fun yeah uh, yeah so i'm truly enjoying breeding this generation and i nice dislike thing is, it is, i know and this is what's great about it so like right now right we're recording a show yep every couple of minutes i you know i'm just sitting in camp i've got five yep. female pokemon with a ditto um, so every couple of minutes I pop in and collect anywhere between four to seven eggs 
And then what I do is I toss a couple of those in my party, and while I'm just running around exploring the world looking for random shinies, eggs are hatching. And yeah. occasionally I might get a shiny, which... What was the one I was... Uh, I'm looking right at it, and I can't think Talking of Talking Ponyard? Ponyard? Yeah. Yeah. First official hatch of Ponyard, and I say official because I had to hatch a few to get a shiny, and I yeah. er to get a female, and I don't count those. So, you know, once I get once I had my group of females, it was the first Ponyard egg I hatched, and it was blue. That's so now cool. I'm going for a second one, that way I can just have all three. Because I already... Well, and let's talk about that shiny hunt. God damn it. Let's talk about that shiny hunt that uh, you and I did together. Um, yeah. The Ponyard shiny hunt. That oh, was yeah. so cool. God, we are just all over the place. It's going to be a nightmare to listen to. Um, yeah, yeah, so one of the features in the game is that you can... Uh, there's, a, there's a feature called... Oh, okay, well, let's start at the beginning here. One of the features in the game that's super freaking cool is you can go into the other person's game and yep. explore the entire world together and yep. see each other in the world and like be like, oh, Steve, look, it's that Pokemon you needed. Go catch yeah. it. I'll wait here and, and keep it running in circles for you. And, and what we've figured out, for those of you that are listening and interested, the Pokemon that are spawning are the Pokemon from your game. So yeah, if so I'm like, loaded into Scarlet with Lucas, the Pokemon that are spawning around me are still Violet. Violet Pokemon. Pokemon. Yeah, so like all of a sudden we're running around and we see like Ice Q, the penguin, and it's like, oh, well, that's weird. He's not supposed to be in my game. It's because Steve was at the beach and Steve was loading yep. in uh, Ice Q. And as so soon anyway, as you got there, we saw one of your exclusives in the same area. Within that open world experience, you can also go on picnics with your Pokemon, and people can go on picnics together and make sandwiches that have unique effects. One of those effects is um, shiny. Uh, you have to do the sandwiches in creative build mode. They're not like recipes that are yeah, stored for you automatically. Recipes. Yeah, and there's a there's a list online of all the different types that you can get that increase the encounter rate, they increase the odds of them having a unique title, and they increase the odds of them being shiny yeah, by a good amount. You do need an endgame item for it, though, so just make sure that you've completed at least... I think you have to do at least the main story to unlock five-star raids. Yep. Uh, so anyway, Steve and I, uh, we, we went shiny hunting for Bisharps. We found three of them in one half-hour segment. It was delightful. Mm -hmm. It was and fantastic. And two of them were within six minutes. Yeah, and, it, and we won't bring up the shiny hunt we've been doing for... Um, Let's just call him by his in-game name, Roaring Moon. Steve is yeah. twitching. So as not to spoil anything for I'm those of you who may not have finished the game yet. Uh, but Roaring Moon is a Pokemon, and uh, we've been hunting that thing in, we'll call it Area Zero, for a good long time now. I think we're at like two and a half hours of hunting, and we have yet to see one. So that's been a yep. process. But um, it's been no, fun it's, now. It's so cool getting to like, jump into a game with another person and experience it like to you know like yep. like we we jumped on a while back and like steve was watching tv with his wife and um like he was like okay well let's go hunting for pokemon and he's like texting me he's like okay i'm at this location find me and go get the pokemon it's like oh my god this is so like it's so yep. cool well and that's such an us thing to do too mm -hmm. like play a game together while we're both doing something totally different um, I gotta say, too, like, from a story perspective, I think this has been my favorite one since Generation 5, which was, like, black and white. Um, I mean, well, yeah, the, the... The, the three main plot lines were just kind of... So, one of them I really liked, the other two yeah. were just kind of meh for me. Yeah. And then the, the end final plot, plot line, line, the final yeah. plot line was so good. So I could hard... not put the game down. 
hard disagree for me. I loved all three plot lines. I thought the gym leaders were incredibly memorable. Um, some of them are the most like memorable gym leaders I've experienced. Like for a while, their gym leaders just kind of felt like they were thrown in to be like, you know, oh, I'm the ice type gym leader. But like these ones felt real. Like they all had like backstories and personalities, and it was fun getting to like interact with them. Um, the team I, star. I did. I did like the normal type gym leader. Larry. Yeah, he was really yeah, good. Yeah, Larry's cool. Yeah. I love my. Larry. My favorite, I think, is the snowboarder who, like, injured himself on the slopes and is really bitter and everything, and, like, his, his dreams have been crushed. But the the rapping um, ghost the rapping lady, cool. oh, yeah. my God, she was cool. Like, no, they really, really fun. And then you get to go back, this isn't really a spoiler, but you get to go back and fight them again after you've beaten the main game. And one of the cool things is when you fight the bug gym leader, she's like, oh, you know, the Pokemon, like, League wants me to fight really weak because this is usually, like, people's starting point so i always use weak pokemon but after fighting you again i think i'm going to start fighting more seriously and she like kind of comes into her own and like decides to be a more mm -hmm. you know difficult gym leader and i just i thought it was really cool like it felt really natural and, and organic like i really liked it um speaking of i really liked team star which i think is your other meh one because i know which one yeah. you liked um i thought they were really cool like i got into it and i encountered team star and i was like okay this is going to be another throwaway team. This is going to be Team Flare all over mm -hmm. again. But what I got was much more of a Team um, Skull kind of experience, yeah. where they're not really the bad guys, but they're a very interesting crew with a very interesting dynamic, and kind of experiencing that whole story was yeah, really team fun. Skull was awesome. I really liked them, and their their theme song was like the best song in the game. Um, yeah. A lot of the internet is going nuts over the music in this game. I'm kind of neutral on a lot of it like there's some really good stuff and some stuff that's not really wowing me i guess this is the game that they brought in toby fox the guy who composed undertale's music for like he did a oh. song in in um the last games and he did like half the music in this game i guess and i don't know it just doesn't um I don't know, it doesn't feel as Pokemon-y for me, I guess, as I want it to be. Like, a couple of the songs are okay. I'm kind of into the gym leader battle. Like I said, Team Star's battle music is good. Pretty much all the final, like, rival battles are really nice. But I, I don't yeah. know, there's some stuff that just doesn't feel as good. I, I will say, I yeah. really, I really don't like the Ace Academy one. Mm, yeah, it's not that great. It's, and you have to hear it all really the time vanilla. when you're grinding yeah, at the end. especially. Um, I will say, though, one of the things that's really cool in this game with the music is it's dynamic. So, like, you're walking along a path and you're hearing this, like, da-da-da-da-da-da theme song. Then you go into the first town and it slows down to, like, this little ukulele version. And, mm -hmm. the, like, at the same point that you were at in the song, then you go into a battle and it changes to, like, this battle theme. Yeah. Like, really cool how they, they, they actually made the music, like, stay throughout the entire area and just shift based on what you were doing. Like, I I know that's been in games for years like banjo kazooie and mario 64 had that but it's really cool to see in like a giant open world setting yeah um uh, yeah no it was it was great it was all just so good man <laughs> well and can we talk about for a minute the fact that there's no loading screens oh like, yeah you you load into the game and you're just there yeah you walk into a town you're just there yeah you get into a pokemon battle you're just there the yeah. only time you see any inkling of a loading screen is when you fast travel or mm -hmm. when you go inside a building or the one big town in the center of the game like the one where all yeah. the like the school and stuff is like that area is separate from the rest of the world but otherwise yeah you see it it's it's breath of the wild right you see it you can mm -hmm. go to it you know it's really cool 
Um, yeah, yeah, no. You can even climb to the top of the giant crater in the center of the map. Yeah. I, I'm honestly, I'm having trouble even putting my thoughts into words because I'm just, I'm having a really good time with this game. I do want to mention the Pokemon designs because that's another area that, that I feel like Game Freak has been lacking in a little bit lately. Like, there's always been good and bad Pokemon designs in the generations, but... I feel like there were so many. I remember talking to you and we both had the same experience mm -hmm. where we're, we're collecting these new Pokemon and it's like, I don't know which six to keep on my team because they're all so cool. Like, they all look mm -hmm. really good, you know? And I still I, haven't picked an official team of six yet. So I will like, tell you... I have some ideas, but... Yeah, Steve and I have kind of reached that point, or I have at least, where I'm kind of like formalizing my battle team, and I just settled on like my six member tonight. So like, I have the team that I want to start battling with, and then obviously, you know, I'll be like, okay, well, this guy's not really working, or I want to change this guy out kind of thing. But um, all six of my Pokemon are from this generation. I don't have one, like, not an Azumarill or a Hopip or whatever, like everything is this gen. And that's really rare for me. Like, the last time I did that was in Gen 5 when I was forced to. But I just, I love them. I fell in love with Charcadet. I did not like the starters and their evolutions. I was disappointed by them. Yeah. Um, Sprigatitos is okay, but kind of weird and kind of boring, I feel like. I feel like we've seen that before with, like, Fennekin or whatever. Um, I kind of like the Crocodile, uh, Foycoco. I like his final mm -hmm. form the most, I think, out of the three, but not enough to keep him. And then um, the, the Water Bird was just a no from, like, first form to final form for me. There was nothing there yeah. that I liked. But yeah, um, Quaxly. But I had a Charcadet, and I played the uh, the Scarlet version, so he evolved into, um, oh god, Armorogue. And I love my Armorogue. Like, he is my Pikachu in this game. He is so cool! And he's got yeah. the, little, the little armor, and when you use armor cannon, it forms an arm cannon made out of armor, and blasts a fireball, and oh, it's so cool! This is, this is the first game where I didn't use Pikachu the whole game. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the current team that I'm sort of using does not include Pikachu. Yeah. It includes a lot of Pokemon that you're going to see later on in the game. Mm -hmm. Like, a lot of late-game Pokemon. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, the flying Pikachu I got from the event, he's boss. Not, yeah, not enough for you to... Uh, yeah, we even got, like, a Charizard during the event that's going on this weekend yeah. and last weekend. Which, and like again yeah. i'm breeding for another shiny charmander Jeez. i don't know why but i am see so i'm doing a thing um because there are pokemon in this game that i like to use like gardevoir and i'm doing a thing where i refuse to use one that i already have because i know they're just going to get boxed once i get the new one so i'm purposefully keeping myself like locked out of certain pokemon so i'm hyped to transfer in like my uh my zangoose my gardevoirs you know all those pokemon that i really like using but um yeah and like may yeah, yeah, I know, but I refuse to engage with that right now. Like, I just want to yeah. experience the new Pokemon for a good long time. Well, I'm excited because I've got some Hazuian forms that I'm going to get to bring over. Yeah. Because there has been some data mines that, you know, so, uh, uh, basically mm -hmm. a lot of the Hazuian forms we're going to get to bring over, which is going to yep. be really cool. Yep. So yeah, that'll I'm be... Excited. I'm excited be because I finally got my shiny Hazuian Zoroark and Zoroa right like, it was within a week of the launch of this game. Yeah. So I got them, I boxed them, and now they wait to come on an adventure here with me. So, Steve, I didn't listen to last week's show that I wasn't on. Did you talk spoilers on the show, or did you keep it spoiler-free? Spoiler-free. Okay. 
we're gonna do the that game's this show still only been out two weeks yeah we're gonna do that this show too just because we've played like three months worth of game doesn't mean everybody else has so we're not gonna mention any spoilers but i do want to go into a little bit the version exclusive elements of the game and again we're gonna do this without spoiling anything so don't feel all of the stuff we're gonna talk about was in the trailer yeah but um so there are like one of the coolest features and and really the most interesting thing i think from like this version like the the difference between the games is a massive spoiler and something that you're only going to experience at the end of the game really cool totally worth it totally worth having like either a friend who can get you all of the other stuff or just having both versions so you can experience when, it yourself because it's when we super do the cool. spoiler cast episode which is we'll talk really, all about it we could probably record that next week honestly yeah um separately but there's a story that lucas and i have that is going to be amazing oh yeah yeah i don't even know what you're talking about right yeah, now so you i'm do. gonna have to not you offhand anyway go on anyway um but i i was a little disappointed that there were no real big um changes to the game outside of like kind of a lot of the end game stuff like the end game is really where you start feeling the version differences um black and white had a big impression on me as i know you know because it's all i've talked about for the last five weeks i'm really getting ready for some black and white either ports or remakes or whatever they want to make i hope they're good but um one of the things i really liked about that game was like there was a town where the gym leader was different the town was different then there was black city and white forest in the post game like there were there were things in the game that felt really unique to that game and made me want to play both versions and i was kind of hoping that because this game seems were like past and future there would be like a past town or a future town or that kind of thing mm -hmm. and there really wasn't anything like that it wasn't it it went as far as like oh your character's pants are a different color or oh yeah. here's a list of pokemon you can only get in one version but they weren't like past and future themed it was like a uh, fire tauros versus a water tauros like that kind of stuff yep. so like yep. yeah i don't know i i wish that they had done a little bit more with that um there are elements from older pokemon games that i really wish would come back like i i miss weekly events like the bug catching contest and, and there were just things that i felt like were really fun in the old games that if those were in a modern version of pokemon i would just flip my lid over because it's like oh my god it's tuesday morning before i go to work i gotta go catch a caterpie and win a bug catching con you know that kind of thing like that'd be a lot of fun I'd, I'd like to go back and do that but all in all just another slam dunk man just having such a good time again i'm having a hard time even formulating my thoughts because i'm just like it's it's just a good time and i don't think i've really like gushed this much about the game even with you like in private before so yeah, it's fun to no. talk about there's just so much you can do i i mm -hmm. think one of my favorite things um is just the fact that i can hunt multiple shinies at the same time yeah um and when i say hunt i mean the way i usually do it is through breeding because i like to catch a a parent pokemon in a special ball and yeah. then I breed that ball down, and then I, you know, throw an ability patch on it or an ability capsule. Like, I make the perfect Pokemon when I do this. Mm -hmm. And I normally have to, you know, like, if it takes me 300 eggs to hatch a Charmander, you know that's all I did for 300 eggs. Yeah. Um, right now, I've got the new dolphin Pokemon, mm -hmm. a Charmander, a, a uh, Scissor... Zoroa because I never got my sh or Zoroark because I never got my shiny Zoroa last generation, my regular one. And Ponyard. I'm actually getting eggs for all five of those at the same time. Jeez. 
and you know, so I'm still doing the grind. I'm still doing hundreds yeah. of eggs at once. But as I get one of those shiny Pokemon, I can pull it from the lineup. I've got two more in addition to these five that I mm -hmm. also want to hunt. I pull the one that I just got from the lineup, drop another one in, and just continue hunting like nothing Jeez. changed. And as I continue to get them, I just pluck them out, and then I'm getting more eggs for just a smaller amount of Pokemon. So it doesn't really, like, it just feels like I'm doing it faster, even though yeah. I'm probably really not. It feels like it because I'm always going. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm playing the game entirely differently than Steve. I, um, so I've got, like, my team, and I'm bonding with these guys, right? Like, these are my pets. These are my family now. So I'm, like, just, I, sometimes I'll just boot up the game and just walk around. And it's like, oh, cool, maybe I'll see a shiny Pokemon. You know, maybe I'll pop a, a sandwich and see if I can up my odds kind of thing. But I'll just, like, walk around. Earlier today, I ate for Dragon Encounter Up, and I was outside, you know, the, the, the ocean town where you can do the auctions and stuff? Uh -huh. I'm there a lot because I'm looking for the Johto balls, the Kurt balls that are available. Mm -hmm. And I was up at the Pokemon Center on the edge of the cliff, and I popped a Dragon one, and these there's just a horde of Cyclozar just running around. And I'm looking at these guys, and I'm thinking, this is so cool. Like, I'm just, I'm running alongside this this pile of these, these motorcycle dragon Pokemon. Like, how cool is this? I, I really am just having fun, like, just kind of taking walks with my, like, like, releasing a Pokemon, having it walk alongside me, and just going for a walk and, like, looking at the sunset, finding, like, a, an ocean that I haven't seen before, a lake that I haven't been to, you know, that kind of stuff, and just kind of, like, experiencing the game in slow motion. Like, it's it really is scratching that itch for me of, um, like, the pet sim aspect of Pokemon that I like so much that's been absent for the last few games. Like, mm -hmm. I wish it had some of the more... I, I wish it had a Battle Frontier. I so want a Battle Frontier DLC. I know it's not going to happen, but I want it so bad. Um, there's no Battle Tower in this game, which is really no. suspicious, which makes me actually kind of hopeful that maybe there will be a Battle Frontier DLC. I know. Because there's no way they could just do a Battle Tower DLC. That would be horrible, right? They're charging right. for something that was a default, but... Um, but yeah, there's really very little, like, competitive stuff to do other than just, like, raising your team, which is kind of what I've been doing in my free time. But I'm finding that I'm enjoying this game more as kind of just like a, a meditation game. Like, it's almost less about, like, going out and grinding stuff and more about just like, okay, I've got my buddies. We're gonna go for a walk in the mountains and see what we find, and maybe we'll find a cool Pokemon we like. Also, I really like the Pokemon come in different sizes now. I've been obsessing with Steve about that. I've got, like, my giant version of this and my tiny version mm -hmm. of that, and it's it's a whole thing. So, yeah, well, I'm yeah, the, the other night when we were The other night when we were hunting Growing Moon, I'm like, uh -huh. that Espeon is tiny. Yeah. I'm, I'm well, going Remember the tiny Chansey that we saw and yeah, neither yeah. of us could get it? And, oh, that mm -hmm. was frustrating. Yeah. So, no, it's, um, it's a really cool game. I... Cannot recommend enough if you're on the fence about it and you've been seeing like the reviews and stuff from people that say it's like a glitch fest or whatever. It's so if you're like so, me at least, it's so worth it. It's so good. I, I had a discussion with a coworker just this morning about that. Yeah. And I'm gonna tell you the same thing I told him, not because you necessarily need to hear it, but yeah. I'm sure one of our awesome listeners needs to hear it. Yeah. Um It's kinda like Skyrim. Skyrim was yeah. always a flawed game. Oh, yeah. Always very glitchy, very janky. Yeah. But to a lot of people, that was part of the charm of Skyrim. Yeah. The core game of of this Pokemon game is so good 
that yeah. the jank uh, becomes almost part of the charm to it. Um, yeah. I, I watch Pokemon that'll occasionally fall off a cliff into an ocean down below. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, that was kind of amusing, that poor little Psyduck. Right? I know! I had that happen like, to me! <laughs> you've seen it happen, but yeah. it doesn't distract me for the game, and especially oh, no. when we've got the 1.1 update and yeah. the frame rate seems to Things are a little bit more stable, I guess. Yeah. Um, it also, um, another thing too, is it actually performs a little bit better in handheld because handheld doesn't have as lo- as big of a draw distance, so there's oh, not as much chance for things to happen. So if you're really struggling playing it on the TV, it's Pokemon. Play it in a handheld. Yeah, it's I've played it exclusively fine. in a handheld. And I, I gotta um, say, like, I barely noticed the updates with the new version because I yeah. didn't really notice the problems in the first place. Again, I had, like, the Elite Four bug with the music, and I was yeah. like, this is an odd choice, just having a repeating drum beat for the entire battle, but okay, yeah. maybe they're going for a thematic thing. And then I realized, oh, no, my music was just stalling at the first three seconds and repeating on loop. But, um, yeah, yeah no. I mean, since the 1.1 so update, um, like I say, things have stabilized significantly. Mm-hmm. Yes, there's still issues. Get over it. It's worth like, it. It's, it's so worth such it. a it's good game. So it much is, fun. I yeah. said it last week, and I'm gonna say it again. It is the best Pokemon game that is out. I think it. I think it is. Like I, I will always hold a very special place in my heart for Gen Two and Gen Five. Like those are my Pokemon games. At the end of the day, I don't know if this one is going to like in a couple of years when I do like the Miyamoto test. I don't know if this one is going to beat those, but right now it is. Like it's so. Good. Yeah, so, there's, there's very few games that I've sunk this amount of time into this quickly. This quickly. Yeah. I didn't even, like, think about this for a minute, Lucas. Uh, Sunbreak was my game of the year Yeah, up until about November 19th. Yeah. I've already... I think I've already eclipsed my Sunbreak playtime uh, in a matter of weeks for this yeah. game. Yeah, and I no, say sun. It's hard to gauge though because yeah, because it's all on the same file. But yeah, no, it's yeah. It, it. How many times can we say it? But we we really like it. And if that's fanboyish, you know, then we're a couple of fanboys. But man, I'm having a real good time. Like just, it's just effortless fun. It's effortless fun. Like there's no there's no having to look past like the the flaws or anything. It's just fun. It's just a yeah. fun game. Um, yep. All right. Well, we got to get going here. So thank you for listening to us just gush like children for like a half an hour about that. Yeah. But, you know, uh, we will be back next week with another episode of Infendo Radio. Maybe uh, maybe the, the whole crew will be around again. Who knows? Maybe Justin will be gone this time. But You'll um, be lucky if you can pull me away from the game. Yeah, really. But either way, thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of this whole thing that we've been doing for a very long time now. We love you, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Peace. I'm a little rusty. I haven't done that in a while. All right. Bye-bye.